Thank you so much for joining us for CBN News. Watch MF from Graham. Ahead today, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu addressing the major new threat to his country's national security. Israel's leaders responding to new concerns. Iran is behind the recent attacks on Israel. Iran is essentially trying to put a noose around Israel's neck. And we'll hear what Netanyahu said about Israel's relationship with the United States. Just a few days after collegiate swimming champion Riley Gaines was assaulted at San Francisco State, congressional Republicans plan to introduce a bill to keep men who transition to women out of women's sports. Just one day after Easter, another tragic mass shooting, this time in Louisville, Kentucky, leaving at least five people dead. Mental health experts sound the alarm about the impact of social media on today's teenagers. And so they're getting a very distorted view of reality. And how God can turn your mess into a miracle. That mess becomes a miracle when we permit God to have access to our dirt. You have to give Jesus access to your dirt in order for Jesus to give you access to your destiny. Those stories and more today on CBN Newswatch. This is CBN Newswatch. And we begin in Israel, where Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is addressing concerns about his country's national security, saying Israel will defeat its enemies as it has in the past. As Chris Mitchell reports from Jerusalem, Netanyahu's statement comes as Israel faces threats on multiple fronts like it hasn't seen in years. In his effort to bolster security and confidence, Netanyahu reinstated Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, whom he fired when Gallant publicly opposed the ruling coalition's judicial reforms. There were disagreements between us, even severe disagreements on some issues. But I decided to leave the disagreements behind us. Gallant remains in his position, and we will continue to work together for the security of the citizens of Israel. Following rocket attacks on several fronts, Netanyahu emphasized Israel is pushing back. I can't tell you everything we do, but we do a lot. In Syria, we acted against Iranian targets and against targets of the Syrian regime. The Assad regime already knows the price that he paid is only the beginning. Iran is essentially trying to put a noose around Israel's neck. You can add the Houthis in, in Yemen to that list as well. They want to surround Israel with a noose and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. And, you know, we're not going to go gently into that good night. Former Israeli ambassador to the U.S. and now strategic affairs minister for the Netanyahu government tells CBN News Iran's fingerprints are all over these regional threats. We're going to stand and defend ourselves against Iran and its proxies. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did a couple days ago. And the prime minister said that the response was going to be serious. And I don't think the response just ended. I think it's a constant effort to make sure that Iran does not entrench itself in Syria that Iran is not building uh, sophisticated uh, weaponry in Lebanon, and that uh, we are fighting all the time against Iran and its proxies. Opposition leader Yair Lapid says after attending a security briefing Sunday with Netanyahu, he left more worried than he went in. Lapid has also played a role in protest against the judicial reform proposals. Do you see that Israel's enemies are getting... Uh, Closer, And do you also feel that maybe they sense some weakness in Israel because of all the demonstrations that have literally gone for, for several months? They're dead wrong. Israel has a citizen's army. And Israel, you can count on the people of Israel that they're going to put these disagreements aside. And when they are threatened, when the lives of their families are threatened, we're not fighting wars 
thousands of miles away in foreign countries. We're fighting to protect our homeland, to protect our families. Also, Sky News is reporting that in an about face, the White House will invite Prime Minister Netanyahu to Washington by the end of April. Earlier, President Joe Biden said he didn't expect Netanyahu to come to the White House anytime soon in an apparent signal that the U.S. is upset over the Israeli government's attempt at judicial reform. At his press conference, Netanyahu said friends can disagree. The U.S. is our indispensable ally. It hasn't changed. My view of it hasn't changed. Again, it doesn't mean that as a sovereign state, Israel and the prime minister of Israel can't say this short word on occasion to the United States. It's called no. Sometimes there's a three-letter word. It's called yes. But you have to have the freedom to do both, and I do. I keep that freedom, and I think it's important. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem. Here at home, congressional Republicans are planning to introduce a bill that would keep men who have transitioned to women out of women's sports at public schools, including high schools, colleges, and universities. Former collegiate swimming champion Riley Gaines has said she supports the measure. The move comes as Gaines is threatening legal action against San Francisco State. After she was assaulted at the school by trans activists Thursday night after she spoke about her opposition to allowing transgenders who transition from male to female to compete against women. Gaines telling Tucker Carlson what happened next. All of a sudden after my speech, the room was stormed. The lights were turned off and I was rushed. Um, with no one there to escort me to a safe place. I was punched, um, I was hit multiple times, I was shoved, until finally we exited the room. And after that, Gaines barricaded herself in a classroom for about three hours, and she says the protesters demanded ransom if she wanted to make it home safely. A university official said she was proud of the students who protested peacefully. Gaines replied that the ambush was the opposite of peaceful. A Louisville, Kentucky bank employee opened fire at his workplace Monday morning, killing five people and wounding at least nine others. Police killed the shooter identified as Connor Sturgeon. Two police officers were among the nine people wounded in this attack and among the five victims that lost their lives, two close friends of Kentucky's governor. Mark Martin has the tragic details. Authorities say police located the shooter right away when they arrived at the scene at Old National Bank and killed him in a gun battle, saving countless lives. The police chief says the gunman, a 25-year-old employee of the bank, live-streamed the attack. Louisville's mayor called the shooting an evil act of targeted violence. Law enforcement sources tell ABC News the shooter was recently given notice that he would be fired and that he left a note for his parents and friends saying he planned to shoot up the bank. Within three minutes of being dispatched, officers arrived on scene and encountered the suspect almost immediately still firing gunshots. Bank employees hid from the shooter by locking themselves in bathrooms. Others hid in the vault. The shooter opened fire in a conference room. Troy Haste ran from that room. He had a long assault rifle and he started, you hear the, fart, the, the, the shots just start firing. Whoever's next to me we got shot and hit bloods on me from it. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir lost two close friends in the shooting and became emotional during the press conference. Tommy Elliott helped me build my law career. Helped me become governor. Gave me advice on being a good dad. Bashir also referenced his faith during the news conference. Now, this is hard. It's really hard the day after Easter. Now, Easter is about a, a rebirth, a better world, one where we're all supposed to work together to get there. One that's supposed to teach us love from a savior that came. 
The Louisville shooting is the 15th mass killing in the U.S. this year. It comes two weeks after a former student fatally shot three children and three adults at a Christian elementary school in Nashville, Tennessee. Mark Martin, CBN News. Here's a look at some other stories in the news. One of the two black Democrats who were expelled from the GOP-led House in Tennessee last week was reinstated Monday after Nashville's governing council voted to send him straight back to the legislature. As expected, the Justice Department has appealed a federal judge's ruling that would halt approval of the abortion pill, which is common for most methods of abortion in the United States today. This case is likely headed for the United States Supreme Court. And President Biden signed a bipartisan congressional resolution ending the national emergency on COVID after three years. Coming up, why social media can be emotionally harmful for your teenagers and what can be done to help them. We're going to get some insight on this important issue when we come back. If you're tired and exhausted all day, you can't think clearly, and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm going to teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get a better night's sleep. Wake up to your best life. Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the work of your spirit, Lord God, with this movement of getting the Bible, yes, Lord, into public schools. Watch the prayer link. Tuesday morning at 730 on the CBN News Channel. promises committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries around the world, and with your help, we can do even more. There's an old African proverb I love that says, if you want to run fast, run alone. But if you want to run far, run together. At Orphan's Promise, we want to run far so we can touch the lives of as many orphaned and vulnerable children as possible. But we don't want to go alone. We're out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us? Your news channel, your shows, the stories you care about. Anytime you want, anywhere you want. Download the CBN News app today. Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. Far too many of today's teenagers are suffering with mental health issues. A recent survey of high school students revealed 40% of teenagers admitted to feeling hopeless for weeks at a time. Mental health experts say one of the key drivers of this crisis is social media. On this week's episode of Healthy Living, this on the CBN News Channel, one psychologist explained why social media can be so damaging and how to minimize the problem. 
So the statistics are very disturbing. One that really jumped out at me was the CDC reported that three out of five teenage girls, so most teenage girls these days, uh, reported persistent feelings of sadness. And this is up 60% since 10 years ago. So what's happened in the last 10 years that's caused these teenage girls to feel so sad? I think there's a lot of factors that are really unique to this, you know, the past 10 years when we think about the isolation that was kind of created through the pandemic, um, through not being able to see your friends in person, being out of classrooms, having missing a lot of key events, right? So missing things like school dances, a graduation, things like that, that really impacted um, young girls that we're really looking forward to these pivotal moments. But I think one of the biggest things has been the rise of social media and the immediacy of some of the impacts of that that can have on young women. And in particular, you know, how they feel about themselves, how they compare themselves, uh, and setting up some very unrealistic expectations. So talk a little bit more about that comparison and, and how prevalent and how damaging really that is with social media and also just how deceptive it is because what these young girls are comparing themselves to isn't even real in most cases. I know. And that's the hardest part. So it's interesting. It's not just the comparison to others, which is what's happening, right? They're seeing all of everyone they look up to, every celebrity and influencer. They're also seeing their friends um, and, you know, the people that are outside of their friend group through all of these filters and all of these different, you know, unreal ways of looking at them. And they see that as real though. Their brains don't have the ability, most of us don't have the ability to say, oh, that's filtered. We just see that as real. But then the other comparison that they're making is to themselves and their actual self versus this online filtered, you know, unreal self and feeling badly about themselves then when they look in the mirror and they're not seeing a filtered version. And so it's this really double whammy that we're getting. And there was recent research that showed when when people when teenagers stopped using social media the way they felt about themselves particularly their body image improved so that was sort of yeah. almost proof of how damaging social media is at least when it comes to issues like body image oh absolutely yeah i think body image is one of the major places you know that we're starting to see some real you know impact um especially with all of the filtering that has been happening and all the apps that you can now use to you know make yourself look like a completely different person and so we saw that uh, not too long ago, a Facebook uh, whistleblower used to be an executive there and then became a, uh, a whistleblower showed that, that their own internal research showed that Facebook was damaging to young people. Can you sort of elaborate on some of the things that we've learned and that, that, that research has shown can be harmful towards children when it comes to social media? Yeah, I think some of the main things that we've learned is, you know, how much information that these that kids are getting and it's unfiltered information. So this is information that is from very 
a variety of sources and is usually filtered by their peers. And so it's coming through a lens that maybe they wouldn't normally get through their schools or, you know, other leaders that they're following or their teachers or their parents, um, but it's coming through a very young often image her lens. And so they're getting a very distorted view of reality through kind of this information, but also learning way too much um, that's not developmentally appropriate for their age through social media. That's another thing that we're seeing. I think also the, the key component that we always look at is the social impacts, right? Of the bullying online, the the cancel culture of if you do something that someone feels is skewed or you know incorrect, that you are pretty much bullied and ostracized. Uh, so there's so many different ways that this is now being taken in a in a negative direction um, that we have to be so careful about. And you can hear more about mental health problems associated with social media and how to minimize them tonight on Healthy Living. It begins at 8.30 Eastern. You can find it on the CBN News Channel or on the CBN News app. You can also watch it on YouTube. Still ahead, why your mess can be God's miracle. Reverend Samuel Rodriguez has written a new book on that subject, explaining why God is still in charge, even in the difficult times. We're going to have the interview for you. It's coming out right after this. Yeah, buddy. How many nickels are in a dollar? There are 20 nickels in a dollar. How do birds fly? Does milk really make my bones stronger? Yeah, yeah. Daddy, when we die, will we go to heaven? Do you have the answer to life's biggest question? Call the 700 Club. We'll help you find answers to the important questions life brings your way. Nutrition. Exercise, essential oils, weight loss, and more. It's Healthy Living with Lori Johnson. Talk about what's in this. Join CBN health reporter Lori Johnson to get the latest information from today's top health experts. This is fantastic. Find out what you need to know to live a healthier life. Watch Healthy Living Tuesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Hello, I'm Dr. David Perlmutter, board-certified neurologist and number one New York Times best-selling author. Wouldn't it be great to boost your energy, eliminate brain fog, and even reverse brain disease? Well, you can, and I'm going to show you how, along with some of the world's most well-respected brain experts in this DVD, Protect Your Brain. Get Protect Your Brain, a free DVD only from the Christian Broadcasting Network. Featuring experts on the cutting edge of neuroscience and brain health. No matter how many times you've failed in the past, you really can do this. In Protect Your Brain, you'll discover simple strategies to keep your brain young and healthy. Improve your memory. Discover the gut-brain connection in Protect Your Brain. Get your free copy at CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000. If you want to improve the quality of your life, Get the DVD, protect your brain, and get it today. Welcome back to CBN Newswatch. Reverend Sammy Rodriguez is president of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference, the largest Hispanic Christian organization in the world. He's also an author, and this month he released a new book called Your Mess, God's Miracle. He wrote it to remind readers that God is still God, even in the midst of bad experiences in life. On this week's episode of the Paralink program on the CBN News Channel, he sat down to talk about that new book and to offer a word of prayer. 
Pastor Sam, your book is called Your Mess, God's Miracle. What's the biblical inspiration behind your message? Mess becomes a miracle. This this unorthodox, facilitative methodology engaged by the Lord in first in John chapter nine, but it's really unorthodox. I, I don't recommend this. He Jesus spits. He finds a blind man who was born blind. He takes his spittle. It may have been allergy season, you never know. Uh, but he spits. Spits on the ground, makes a mud ball. The Bible says in the Greek, John 9, he spreads the mud. He made a mess. Behind that mess, there was a miracle. Hence the book. Because in your family, in your home, your marriage, your ministry, your calling, your health, your generation, your community, even America, right now, things are messy. It looks like a mess. Morally, culturally, politically, socially, economically, it looks like a mess. And you have to just come in agreement that what took place there is taking place right now. I, I'm convinced of that and convicted. We're about to see messes become miracles. Personal messes, corporate messes, national messes become God's miracle. So many times when we're going through a mess, we might have a bad diagnosis or we lost our job or even worse, we look at it as God's punishment, even believers. Uh, how do we look at it as uh, an opportunity? No, it's, it's, you need to understand that the process there is a process. We all go through a process. The process is temporary, but the promise is permanent. He blinds him even more, spreads the mess, takes his DNA, literally speaking. The DNA of the Messiah, the Son of Man, the Son of God, over the eyes of a man who was born blind. In other words, with your DNA, you are a permanent victim. With my DNA, you are more than a conqueror. With your DNA, you're focused on your trauma. With my DNA, you will be elevated with a powerful testimony. With your DNA, you're all about memories. With my DNA, it's all about imagination. That mess becomes a miracle when we permit God to have access to our dirt. He did take the dirt, make it into a mud ball. You have to give Jesus access to your dirt in order for Jesus to give you access to your destiny. Be, be transparent. Be vulnerable in his presence. Give him everything you have. And stop focusing on... Give me back what I had. This man never had sight. He gave him something he never had before. He did not restore his sight. He gave him something new. Stop asking God to renovate your past and ask him to release your future. I just love this uh, quote in your book. Our God is not only the God who restores. Our God is a God who gives us what we never had before. But I want to see that in my life, in my family, with my children and my children's children, I know it's going to sound super Pollyanna-ish and optimistic, but even in America, I'm convinced we're about to see what we've never seen before. Uh, but I, we're, we're going to see innovation and ingenuity, creativity, the Holy Spirit. We're going to see the emergence of societal architects and cultural reformers. I mean, like the next Mark Zuckerbergs and Elon Musk will be spirit-empowered, Christ-centered children of God. We're about to see some great kingdom advancement. So this idea of sucking your thumb, the church being a victim, whining, moaning about everything going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, stop it. Get over it already. Stop whining. Watch. Just watch the mess become a miracle. And that, I'm, we're about to see that. And I'm, I'm super optimistic about Zs and Alphas. And I'm optimistic about the future. I am. Again, I'm not denying Second Timothy 3 and Matthew 24. But in the midst of that, yeah. Holy Spirit wins. How about that? Spirit of God always wins. Pastor Sam, we would love it if you could just take a moment to pray for our audience. 
The same God who did it in John chapter 9 to a man who was born blind is the same God who will do it today in 2023. In your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your mind, in all aspects of your life, the mess becomes a miracle. Christ, his spirit, you don't have his spit, you have his spirit, Romans 8, 11. So in Jesus' name right now, I come in agreement with every single person with a messy circumstance. Right now, to the vicarious atoning finished work of Christ, John 19, 30, let every mess become a miracle. Do it now. You did it before. Do it again. Every mess becomes a miracle. And we will declare that the trauma is now a testimony. In the words of this blind man, I was blind, but now I see in Jesus' name. Again, his new book is called Your Mess, God's Miracle. It's available wherever you purchase your books, and you can see more of his interview on this week's episode of The Prayer Link on the CBN News Channel, Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, or on the CBN News app. You can also find it on YouTube. Coming up, Christian Films still going strong at the box office. We're going to have that story for you when we come back. Stay with us. I'm Ephraim Graham, and this is Studio 5. Cruise with me as I discover the good things happening in the world of music, sports, television, and movies. The fact that Ryan Coogler was going to be directing the film, I knew that something special was going to happen. We'll chat with artists at the forefront of entertainment and explore the connection between popular culture and faith. I asked my pastor, I said, well, does that mean I'm supposed to be a preacher? He says, well, no, you already have a pulpit. Wednesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. How would you like to get a redo on your health, on your body, on your arteries, so you could have the energy you had 20 years ago? The great news is you can. I'm Dr. Mike Roizen chair of the Wellness Institute at the Cleveland Clinic. I've written four New York Times bestsellers, but even better than having to read all that, you can listen to this DVD and watch it. Protect your heart? Yes, you can. Here's how. Go to CBN.com or call 1-800-700-7000 for your free copy of Protect Your Heart. Let the medical experts show you their new discoveries on how to avoid heart disease and even reverse it. Easy steps to uncover the hidden dangers in your medicine cabinet, reduce stress, and get a complete do-over for your health. Call 1-800-700-7000. That's 1-800-700-7000. Or go to CBN.com to claim your free copy of Protect Your Heart. CBN News app, one place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Get the CBN News app today. 
Two major Christian films are showing their strength at the box office. The new film, His Only Son, about the biblical story of Abraham offering to sacrifice his son Isaac in obedience to God, has brought in more than $10.5 million in just a week and a half. The movie was released by Angel Studios, which also produces The Chosen. And Jesus Revolution, about the Jesus Movement revival that began on the West Coast in the late 1960s, has made nearly $52 million in its second month at the box office. Both movies have gotten extremely positive reviews from their audiences. Time now for your Tuesday Tweetable, and this is a message I encourage you to post, tag, tweet, and share with those in your circles of influence. Mind the seeds you plant and water. What you sow will grow. Think on what's good. Meditate on God's promises despite the process. Fix your focus on the promise, and it will bring forth fruit. With that word, be sure to make today a terrific Tuesday. Do it on purpose and with purpose. Well, that is going to do it for this edition of CBN Newswatch. Thank you so much for watching. You can always find more of our programs on the CBN News Channel as well as online, cbnnews.com, both there at any time. We'd love to know what you think about the stories you've seen here today or any day. You can email us, newswatch at cbn.com. You can also reach out and touch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We do indeed love hearing from you. Again, make this a terrific Tuesday and join us right back here same time tomorrow. Thank you so much for watching. Goodbye, everybody, and God bless.